Hello and welcome to Let's Hear Your Story. I am your host, Brenda McCullers. No matter how simple or complicated it is, your story is meant to be told and can help introduce others to Jesus. In this podcast, you will hear true stories of what God is doing within the lives of different people. Some of their stories are personal journeys to becoming a Christian. Others are stories of how God has shown up in their lives. Are you ready to listen? Let's get started. I'm so excited to be here today with my friend and former student, Victor Trent. Victor is now a student at IRSC, and you're at Stewart Campus, right? Yeah. Not that Fort Pierce I have stands. some classes at uh, Fort Pierce, but I haven't been there in a couple semesters for family matters. Yeah. And Victor is also a Thule at Triumph Aeronautics. Yeah. That sounds like an impressive job. It's better than having two jobs. I used to deliver pizza for Papa John's and then I would work Publix in the seafood department. And so now I just work Saturdays at the seafood department. But I'm thinking about leaving probably next month. Just don't send this to Publix. Okay, I won't, I won't <laughs> let Publix here. <laughs> if you work at Publix, don't listen to that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think that's really... Interesting. So aeronautics. So are you making airplane parts? The company themselves is a production company. So they make the uh, middle section of Boeing 767 tankers and Boeing 67 freighters. So it's not the passenger airplanes, it's for the military. That's really exciting. So Victor is going to be sharing his story with us today. So I'm just going to hand the microphone over to you and let you get started, Victor. So, I mean, most of my life, I grew up in a Christian household and was kind of influenced it. So at a very young age, I was exposed to it. My church, First Baptist Jensen Beach, putting on a, like a play. I was like five years old, and it's when I accepted Jesus Christ to be my Lord and Savior. And I believed that he died on the cross. So I kind of started from there, but I never really followed it. I mean, I always thought, I always went to church. And I always did everything, but it wasn't really until like fifth grade that I actually started actually believing, I guess. I mean, I did not believe, but actually, I guess it was more of like not really a following Christian, just kind of being like, yeah, okay, sort of thing. And that's, Mm -hmm. I I don't know if that's that's kind of embarrassing, but I mean, looking back, I, I think that's pretty true. And then fifth grade, my dog passed away and I guess something kind of clicked and I started actually reading the Bible and memorizing verses, which I should do now, but I feel like I'm bad at memorizing stuff. I, have, I don't have the best grades, to be honest. <laughs> but other than that, I guess it was middle school. I also broke my arm. I do want to hear the story. It's so stupid. It. I do want to hear the story. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So... That also made me kind of stay inside and like I was more of like an outgoing person. So it was like a really difficult year for me because I liked playing basketball and I would scooter at the time. So I knew how to do like a bar spin and a bunny hop and a wheelie for like a pretty long time. And so I was doing that and we would like make homemade ramps. So I don't think I had a bicycle. My bike was stolen. I left it outside, unlocked on my front porch, 
and I just bought it. And so I think it was my sister's friend, Big Shamu Cruiser. We had, we used the neighbor's driveway because I think they were out of town or something. And we had this pretty crude ramp that was good because it had a lot of pop. It was just a straight piece of board and I kind of cut it at an angle at the bottom. And then I put two posts and then like a support beam in between. So my friend and I were just jumping it and just going on it and we'd land in the grass and everything. And so I was just continued doing it. I think it was like first or second tie. I go down and I think what happened was I was in the air and I just like slipped off the handlebars. I just whacked my arm like on the center part and it's a big bike. So I broke my tibia and fibia. Uh, it was compound oh. and that 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 was painful but <laughs> so i broke that so i had a full cast from my wrist all the way up to my arm so i was in like an l position so i couldn't really do stuff and that same year my dog passed and so that was really rough for me went to like a therapist and i was prescribed as ocd most people don't know this just because you have OCD doesn't mean your room is clean my my room is is messy all right just to get that clear <laughs> My desk at class was very, very neat. And then sixth grade was actually following Christianity. I had Mr. Kerber was amazing. He was originally a pastor. And then we had Mr. Shumway last year. Mr. Shumway is amazing. So there's something else happened while you were in middle school. Yeah. So seventh grade, my father had a heart attack while I was working on homework. And my sister tried to reciprocate him. They did CPR with my mom. My sister, Sarah, a CNA, so she knew how to exactly what to do. And I called the ambulance and everything, and he passed away that night. 14 years old is one of the worst couple of months were pretty bad. So being a teenager and losing your dad like that, how do you think that affected you? I kind of, from then on, looked for, like, father figures. When it came to, like, cars and everything, Pastor Josh kind of, picked up where my dad left off. I would hang out with him a lot and influenced me in a very positive way. And I went to their youth group whenever I could. I mean, he was a good youth pastor. He's a funny dude. He would play basketball on Tuesday nights and he taught me a little bit about cars and kind of got me interested in them. It was really difficult. I don't think it's something that uh, I just didn't understand it at the time. And people always say that you know, it gets easier. For me, it hasn't. I mean, it's still, people say that scars heal. I don't think it's really healed for me, like personally. Um, I still have some months where I'm just, just depressed. Did you find yourself during all that time being angry at God? I mean, I, I mean, at first, yeah, for a couple of years. And like, I didn't get along with my family members and, uh, pretty much angry at everyone not just god and then middle school i kind of was getting over it but it was still there how did you get through that i don't know just still believing but it didn't really grow throughout the time i was just kind of kind of annoyed at everyone then i got bullied a good amount since i didn't really have a girlfriend and my voice was really squeaking so during all of that time that you were going through all of this, I know that you have Maxwell, your best friend, yeah. to really hang out with you. And I know Maxwell. Maxwell's just an incredible young man, too. 
and loves the Lord. And I'm sure that he probably had a lot of influence in things that you were doing too. Yeah. I mean, uh, most of the time, other than first priority on Mondays, we would walk over and I would walk to his house. My mom would pick me up at his house. What advice would you give to someone who is in school that feels like that they're being bullied? So like you got to find a certain point where you have to stand up for yourself. Sometimes it's okay to, I guess, snap back or have like a, a comeback to something. As long yeah. as it's not super rude, you, you still have to stand up for yourself. Like as long as you're not like insulting something or like really bad. That's what I would do if I went back in high school. I would, I would try to build my confidence. They don't let it get to you. They just want a reaction. So where are you at now in your relationship with God? I think it's a, a kind of a struggle. People say that your life gets better with Christianity. It kind of, kind of stays the same. It's just you have like a better understanding of life and you don't think that stuff happens for random. So... I don't think it's, I don't think my life has like improved any. It's just still, still hard and still go through the same things like everyone else. Definitely haven't been connecting with them as much in prayer, but other than that, it's, it's been pretty good. I've had, had my doubts, but I think if one does. I think everybody has doubt. Part of growing in your relationship with God is just presenting those doubts to him and asking him, hey, yeah. what's up with this? <laughs> Then listening for the answer and spending time in prayer, spending time. But for me, it's the answer is kind of hard. It's kind of hard to find. Yeah. What kind of questions would you ask him? You could sit down and look across and then carry on a conversation with Jesus. What questions would you ask him? If you want a joke, uh, why am I single? <laughs> <laughs> that's not a joke. That's a, that's a good question. Uh, I'm probably just too cheap to, to date. That's probably the reason. And I don't think I would ask why my dad passed away. It was, I think, I don't come to the point where I wouldn't go back in time and change it, which is uh, kind of weird to think about. But I think, you know, it's part of life. You know, you couldn't know what living is without death. So I think it's kind of a necessary thing to understand. That you've learned from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you've grown from it. I don't know if I've grown, but I've kind of understood what true sadness is. Is you can be sad over like your car breaking down or something like that, but when someone passes away, it's a whole different feeling. Yeah. So you can't it, have sadness without happiness. We've been studying the Book of John, and last week in the sermon. One of the things he said was, you have to learn how to cry when you need to cry, because if you don't, you'll never be able to dance when it's time to dance. Well, Victor, it's been so much fun catching up. We're going to have to do this again. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we'll find out more about your schooling, more about your job, more about uh, your walk with Jesus. Next time we talk, I want to hear where God is taking you to. All right. So we're we're on for a second match or a second. Yes, second I think match. we need a second match. Gotta hear Barbara Smith's story. I haven't I haven't listened oh, to Oh, hers is really good. Well, it was awesome talking with you. Say All hello right, to Maxwell. You. Say I hello will. to your mom. 
right, and your sisters. Okay. I'll say a little. Thank you for listening to Let's Hear Your Story. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please share it with your friends and subscribe, write, and review. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at brenmcullers at yahoo.com.